Hello, everyone. My guest today is Benjamin Prigent. He's 24 years old, living in France, and is currently leading a product called Ease Space, which we'll dive into today. He's lived in the U.S., Cambodia, South Korea, and Switzerland. He launched his first company four years ago doing smartphone repairs for students on campuses. About 18 months ago, he started his company Ease Space with three other people. Let's dive in here. Benjamin, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. Please. All right. What is Ease Space, and how do you make money? So basically, we are a Slack for passwords. Uh, so today you have a whole new generation of companies that works almost exclusively uh, on the internet, and this, this basically brings a whole new set of uh, uh, of, of problems, such as like a security breach, uh, potential security breaches, and uh, and also a whole like uh, organizational problem. Uh, the, the new this kind of company needs to control who has access to which tool because those tools basically have a lot of sensitive information, and so we bring uh, a whole set of uh, of feature to the CTO and the whole team for them to be able to organize, control, and view who has access to what. And how do you view this as different than a company called LastPass? Uh, LastPass is is mainly B2C and uh, and has like a lot of uh, B2B features as well. But uh, what we really focus on is the ease of use because you know like uh, security at the company level is uh, is important, but mostly to the CTO and uh, the whole the rest of the company. Uh, their goal is not to have a secure way of working; It's basically to get stuff done. So our main differentiation is uh, having a really, really simple UX and UI for the whole team to have like a security, let's say, um, uh, security practices embedded inside their workflow. Got it. So you are basically LastPass, but B2B and more secure. Uh, We have the same security features, uh, I mean, the same security and encryption methods as them, but uh, we, uh, you know, like... uh, um, the password problem at the company level and at the personal level is definitely not the same because uh, some passwords need to be shared. So you need to be uh, to have them synchronized in real time across people and devices, this kind of stuff. I understand. Okay, very good. And how do you make money? Is it a SaaS company? Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's a SaaS. So we price per company uh, and not per user. Per company, not per user. And what's the average company pay you per month? Uh, 59 euro. Okay, 59 euro. And, and what if someone has... A thousand people they sign up. It's still fifty nine. No, no, no. Um, it's basically fifty nine euro per fifty people. It's like a, um, like staircases. Got it. So about a dollar a person, or, or sorry, a euro a person. Yeah, yeah, around that. Okay, very good. And then take us more. Uh, take us more into the backstory here. So you said you were doing uh, kind of repairs on campuses, and then eighteen months ago you launched this company. Why did you get out of the repair business? Why, what didn't you like about that? Well, um, actually, I really think you need to be really passionate about the end product you're building. Even if you are the accountant, I truly believe that uh, you, like, if you're passionate about surfing, you need to do, a, and you're, you're good at accounting, you should be an accountant in a, in a surfing company. And I was not, uh, we were not really passionate about the smartphone repair business. Uh, and actually, I learned to code during the summer. So I was like, Wow, I, I, I really discovered a whole new set of possibilities when I learned to code. And uh, passwords are really a problem for me uh, because I love to discover new tools. Like, uh, I don't know, right now, uh, yesterday I discovered Coda, which is like a new um, sharing uh, file system. And, uh, and so I have passwords everywhere. And within my company, I share and I encourage people to have uh, and use tools every day. And I wanted to help uh, this kind of teams. And so take me back, though, for the repair company. In your best year, how much did you do doing repairs or your best week? 
Uh, the best week we were doing uh, five to six K, but I was still a student. So we were doing five to six K every week and half time. Yeah. We now, were, we were, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we were repairing during the night. Did you uh, shut that company down though or what? Or did you sell it? Yeah, we sell it. You sold it. Okay, very good. How did you negotiate the sale? Um, basically, we went to uh, like the French Craigslist and we contacted every guy that was doing smartphone repair. And one by one, we phoned them because we had this new idea about this dot space and we wanted to let this company go. And so what did you sell it for? Uh, the amount? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually not uh, uh, ability. I don't have the ability to discuss that. Is that a problem? No, that's not a problem. But generally, how is it valued? Do they look at your total kind of monthly sales and multiply by some multiple or what was it based on? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was generally that. We took uh, around our three last months were our best months. So we calculated uh, an annual value uh, revenue on that. And uh, we also valued uh, the, code, uh, the code I had done, the website, uh, our um, uh, uh, lead space, uh, sorry, uh, the, the, our client uh, database. And uh, we sold all this. Very good. And, and was it ju- you said we, so was it just you or did you have co-founders there? Yeah, uh, this, uh, one of the co-founders we have at Isdospace used to uh, was a co- the co-founder I started uh, the smartphone repair shop with. Oh, very good. And then he, is he or she the business guy, or do they also code? Uh, no, he's a designer, and I'm the business guy. Okay, and, and you're also doing all the code? Um, I, I just did the, the first version of, of Isdospace, and then we took like a, really some like people from a, a great engineering schools and who actually did that because I come from a business background at the beginning. Very good. Okay, so so good. So launched is officially in 2016 after you sold the iPhone repair company. And what are you at now in terms of total customers you're serving? Uh, we are uh, we iterated uh, a long a long time. So we basically started by uh, solving the password problem for students and uh, and enterprise and and, uh, and universities, and we did that for like uh, six months. But the problem was uh, was that uh, because we were a young company, uh, universities in France they basically take up to uh, it's going to sound crazy for you guys uh, in the US, but uh, a French university will have a negoci- negotiation period of between from 12 to 24 months. And we had a runway of two to three months. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, we, 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 we signed some clients uh, uh, during, that, uh, during that business model. And then we, um, we, went to, uh, the, we wanted to start B2C, to try out B2C. Uh, but then we encountered you know, LastPass. Like we were a 100% a competitor of LastPass. And uh, we didn't do a lot of revenue on, on, on that one. How, but, much, how much did you grow that one to? Uh, that one too? No, we, uh, you know, we, we went like we had a thousand customer in three months. Okay, each paying about a, like a dollar a customer? No, it was only free uh, in B2C. Oh, got it. So you weren't making any money? No, any, okay. any. Like, um, and uh, so at, at that point, we, were, we arrived around like uh, it was 2017 in April. And we looked at all the data and uh, every person that was, you know, a hardcore user were basically twitching our product and using it, using it in B2B. So we called all those guys and we said, okay, uh, if you are using in a, in a B2B mode, how can you, how can we make your life easier? And basically in April, we, uh, you know, we did like this phone survey on 300 plus people. And they said, we, we basically shut down the whole product. And restarted from scratch uh, between April to October 2017. And so, what are you and today we, in terms of customers? 
Oh, right now, uh, so by, uh, we started in October, early October 2017, and we are up to 150 uh, customers, 160 okay. right now. And, the, and these are each, they're each paying about, call it 59, 60 euros? Uh, no, uh, only uh, 15% of them. Oh, and what do the rest pay? Uh, zero. It's free up to 10 clients, uh, up to 10 uh, employees. Okay, so, we, so, we are so the, just to be clear, you have, about, you have about 11 companies or so paying 60 euros? Yep. Okay, got it. So 11 companies paying 60 euros. I mean, you guys are doing like 600-ish, 700 euros a month right now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So how do you, I mean, so how do you, I mean, obviously everyone has to start at zero and build from there and you're in the building process, but I mean, how do you make that 600 euro per month be 6,000, 60,000, 6 million? Yeah, well, so right now we're really in the process of building our product. Uh, so basically, uh, we talk to users on a daily basis, asking them for, okay, how can we improve your experience? And, uh, and basically, they, they just tell us every day, like, okay, you need to improve this, you need to improve that, uh, I would like this kind of feature, this needs to change, uh, and this and that. So we are, we are building uh, in this way. We are really like customer focused, I would say. Yeah. I mean, no, look, that's all good. I mean, I just, the product seems based on what I know about the space, super cheap. I mean, I know, I know companies that do B2B kind of password management and it's, it's 50 bucks a user. You're charging 50 bucks for 50 users or, or you're one one hundredth of that essentially. I mean, wh- mm-hmm. why so cheap? It's almost like you did, you started with consumer, you set a pricing model for that. And now you're doing business, but you kept consumer pricing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I, I think we are still not at that level of development. Uh, right now, we are focusing on having a retention and having a, a, a great activation. And I think uh, revenue should come a little bit later for us. Mm-hmm. We're, we're making money and we have new paying customers almost every week. Uh, but um, but I, I truly believe that... Um, uh, Wait, hold on, Benjamin. You have 11 total paying customers right now, right? Over the last six months, yeah. you've signed about 11 paying customers? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how, so how are you measuring retention with such a small cohort? Um, I'm, I'm measuring retention on usage based on the whole 150 companies. I see. I see. So what's the number one thing you look at in terms of when a new user signs up for a free trial, you've got to do, get them to do X to make them really sticky. So, and it's, this is like our main focus right now, because, uh, we discovered that the companies that really love us, uh, uploaded up to 200 passwords on the platform. And those 200 uh, passwords are spread uh, all over the company. And the company sometimes isn't even one place. It's like all over the world. So this is like activation for us is a key uh, metric. How do and, they uh, upload? I mean, that seems like a lot of work. Are there, is there a manual way to upload 200 passwords? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, so basically uh, what we tested was, for example, a CSV file. But uh, uh, and uh, when you when the CTO uploads a CSV file, uh, we're going to be able to actually treat the whole uh, data, and he will just have to tell us like, okay, this is a, a marketing password, this is a design password, this Do is. Do CTOs a, keep all their passwords in a CSV file though? No, 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 no. Not all. Not all of them. So. We so why do you use a, that? Those your onboarding. Uh, because some of them asked us uh, to do that. And really? the thing is... Wait, hold on, Benjamin. I, fi- I find that so surprising. You have CTOs who care a ton yeah, yeah. about security storing all of their passwords in a CSV file. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. That's and, insane. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's even like Word documents uh, stored on, uh, on their hard drive or stuff like this. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, good. So focus on activation. Um, now, w- what does retention look like right now in terms so, of the number? 
uh, retention, uh, you mean what are our, what is our key metrics uh, that we look at in terms of retention? Well, like, look, so you're looking, I would say right now what you're doing is you're focused on activation, right? Retention's hard to talk about and turn is hard to talk about until they're actually paying. But when people, once people get activated, what do you care about in terms of an ongoing weekly basis? What do you want to see them do on a weekly basis to consider them active? Um, uh, right now, what we are doing is we want half of the team to be, uh, to be using passwords on our platform half of the week. Okay, well, I don't understand what that means. Um, so you, you, uh, if I understand your question right, uh, you want me to tell you uh, what does an active team look like? Yeah, but what do you mean using you half the week well, for like half their passwords? Uh, no, half of the team. So if there is a team of 10, I want five people to be there at least three days a week. Beware. Uh, on our platform, logged in and taking passwords. Okay, so so... You're, so like, for example, last pass for me, I pay for it. But the reason I love it is I'm never in it Be, because okay. like the reason it works is because I never have to go in it. It just works. Like I go to a website to log on to my bank and it just like automatically fills it. So, so they might measure their activation as in the first week, like they see me adding one new password and then I add one new password per every, you know, four days, but I'm never actually going and logging in on lastpass.com. I mean, how do you, how do you make sure that the retention metrics that you're measuring against are the true actually retention metrics people care about? Okay. Well, so, uh, um, first of all, I want, uh, it's important that people actually store passwords on our system. So the first metric is how many passwords do they store on our system? And the second one is how many passwords do they use every week? Thanks to us. And when I say I want people to be using our product three days a week, at least, it I means I want them to actually use passwords stored on us, in us, every week. Got it. So they're not actually logging into the website, but they're logging into some tool and you are powering filling out the password. Exactly. Got exactly. it. And ha- so how many people are doing that right now? Uh, actually, uh, right now it's like 350. Okay. And at what point, yeah. at what point do you, you like, look, if these people are retained, why haven't you, I mean, when do you show them a paywall? Well, we're also working on that. Like we discovered that uh, we were hiding too much uh, the paying features. Uh, so, for example, uh, we have a feature that helps you uh, automatically uh, update and change a password. But uh, we didn't even let people who were using it for free try it even at least once. So, we, like, if they wanted to try it, they would have to pay right away. So we are changing this kind of like um, uh, the, um, the flow of how people try and use a paid feature to give them the, the will to, uh, to actually pay for, uh, every month. Yep. All right, last few questions here before we wrap up. Um, are you bootstrapping this or have you raised capital? Uh, bootstrap. Okay, and uh, what's the team size today? Uh, today we're five people. Five people, and everyone there in France? Uh, yes, and we're all living in the same apartment. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so you get a lot of work done. All yeah. right, so so five people, France founded 2016, totally bootstrapped. And um, I guess I usually like to talk about growth rates, but if I asked you what your revenue was 13 months ago, you'd probably say nothing, right? Yes. Okay, good. So you're just now launching or growing. Well, I hope you come back on in a year and we get to chat about all the growth that you've driven, all right? I, I would love to. All right, Benjamin, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what is your favorite business book? Uh, actually, uh, I would say from zero to one. And Peter Thiel, it's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, oh, um, hmm. yeah, I, I mean, it's a classic, but I really love Elon Musk. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Um, online tool, wait, uh, let me check. Um, I would say, um, 
I, I mean, Coda. Coda is really good. I've, uh, yeah, Spell Coda. it. Coda. C-O-D-A. Coda. Okay, good. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't get... How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, between five and six. Okay, that's good. And uh, what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm 24. Uh, single. Single, no kids. All right, good. And what do you, last question, what do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, uh, more about iteration and talking to users more about iteration guys there you have it he had success building an iphone repair company when he was still in school did a couple thousand euros per week before saying okay we're going to sell this thing uh he then obviously took the money took the winnings moved in with five of his friends they're now building ease.space which is essentially b2b password management makes it easy to pass off passwords store new passwords give new team members passwords and give you know take passwords away from fired employees right so benjamin thank you very much for taking us to the top thank you very much have a good day